Welcome to DTMS, the Daily Tech Music Show, where we talk about everything related to software, synthesizers, samplers, music production, and the general music scene. If you're looking for a podcast about music technology, please subscribe now and leave us a review on iTunes. For comments or questions, use feedback at dailytechmusicshow.com. Well, hello, everyone. I'm your host, Michael Drosty. Welcome to show 159, Abbey Road Chamber Explained. Here is a great demo and a great explanation of why you want to get Abbey Road Chambers. In the early days of recording, uh, the only way you could change the acoustic environment of your recording after the fact was to use these things called echo chambers. This was the first uh, incarnation of changing the acoustic environment as a sound effect. Waves plugin Abbey Road Chambers is based on the Studio 2 echo chamber that was uh, built in the late 50s here at Abbey Road and it also incorporates uh, an effect that was quite commonly used in conjunction with the chambers called Steed. The sound you get from a chamber is unlike anything you get from a digital reverb or from a plate reverb or a spring reverb. Effectively what an echo chamber is, it's just a room usually tiled or with hard reflective surfaces uh, with a speaker and two microphones and you would feed, uh, for example, your vocal into the speaker and the microphone to pick up the reverberated sound of the echo chamber. Studio 2's echo chamber was designed in around about the mid-50s by a EMI technician based out in Hayes called Henry Clark with the help of a pop engineer here called Stuart Eltham. Some studios were famous for their echo chamber sound. And what creates that sound is a few things. Firstly, the size of the echo chamber. And then secondly, the materials that are used inside the chamber. Generally, you you would want hard reflective surfaces. Now that can be tiles on the walls, pipes inside with hard reflective surfaces to help the reflections bounce around, the height of the ceiling, and also the angle of the walls. Another thing that really affects the sound of, of your chamber effect is the, the speaker you're using inside the chamber and also the microphones you're using. We've used uh, an Altec speaker, uh, the same Altec speaker that would have been used in Studio 2 in the late 50s throughout the 60s. We've managed to um, get our hands on one of those original Altec speakers and use it for this for this project, which is fantastic. Another big part of the sound is the uh, the filtering. So you wouldn't just send like a full range signal into the speaker in the chamber. You would usually cut some of the top end, cut some of the bottom end to sort of sort of narrow it down a bit. That was achieved via an RS-106 filter that was built by EMI, uh, especially for the chambers. And also the microphones used. The favourite choice for Studio 2's echo chamber was the Neumann KM53, which is a valve omnidirectional microphone. Um, it's not just the sound of the chamber itself, there's, there's a lot of uh, additional features that were key, absolutely crucial to that classic Abbey Road Studio 2 chamber sound. And of course, we've included all of those options in the plugin. 
so chambers typically are used on on vocals. They sound great on vocals uh, because they're not too big sounding, and they add this kind of intimate uh, sense of space to a vocal, which is quite a desirable effect. Um, but they also sound great on on guitars, strings, on things like synthesizers. Anything that's come out of a digital box tends to um, really benefit from being used through through a chamber because. You're kind of taking something that's kind of artificially created and you're putting it through something that's kind of real and it just creates a very unique, rich, full tone that you, you can't quite get with a, with a digital reverb, for example. So in the late 50s here at Abbey Road, there was this desire to find new sounds. And one of the uh, technical engineers here guy called Gwyn Stock, who was given that task. And one of the concepts he came up with was an effect called Steed. Now, depending on who you ask, some people say it stands for Single Tape Echo Echo Delay, um, or it could stand for Send Tape Echo Echo Delay. And what it was, or is, is a way of sending a pre-delay via a tape machine via filtering into the echo chamber now that on itself isn't anything new or or you know there's a lot of studios were doing that at the time but what Gwyn achieved was creating a feedback loop off of the tape machine and then sending that feedback of the echo into the chamber as well the idea being is that you would create a lot of these repeat echoes inside the chamber itself of the signal and hence achieve a thicker richer sound than if you were just using the chamber alone by itself. The most famous example of, of Steed in action, as it were, um, is uh, John Lennon's vocal on A Day in the Life. Because the beginning of that production is quite sparse, you, you can really hear the Steed effect um, in, in quite decent isolation. So we spent quite a bit of time in the chamber to create this plugin. We, you know, we were literally kind of standing in the echo chamber playing signal through the speaker and just moving around the room and seeing which bit of the room sounded best for a particular type of sound. Sort of even like a, you know, we're sort of like standing on chairs to get our heads right up to the ceiling or sort of crouching down on the floor, just using our ears really to actually really hear what the chamber's doing, what the room's doing. The angle of the speaker, the height of the speaker, uh, the exact location in the chamber of the speaker, what gave a sound that was most faithful to some of those reference recordings we listened to. So the, the beauty of this plugin is that you don't have to use Steed with the chamber and you don't have to use chamber with Steed. For example, you've got the sound of the BTR delay, you've got the filtering of the RS-106, the RS-127 presence EQ, you can use the chamber by itself, you can use the Steed setup by itself, or obviously you can use the, the two together to, to create the full, the full effect to uh, change the, you know, the speaker from a modern speaker to a, an original Outtech speaker, for example, uh, change the angle of the speaker, change the microphone positions. We've added two additional flavors to the plugin. The mirrored room, which was the original all mirrored room in the back of Studio 3 here at Abbey Road, which was built in the 80s. We've included a sample of that, and we've also included uh, what we're calling the Stone Room, which was um, part of Studio 3 at Olympic Studios. And it's great on drums, 
uh, great on guitars. It's just a lot of fun to play with. So you've got not only the sound of Studio 2 and the Steed system, but you can use the Steed system and the filtering uh, inside the mirrored room and the stone room. Chambers in general are really rare. There's, there's hardly any left. Every studio back in the day used to have echo chambers and either those studios don't exist anymore or the chambers for, for those studios don't exist anymore. This plugin just, has just really nailed the magic of, of what chambers can do. Thank you for listening to DTMS. If you like the show, please head over to the iTunes store and rate, review, and like us on social media. We would love to hear what you think about the musical tools we talk about and how you use them. We're also always open to feedback to make the show more valuable to our listeners. Contact us, please email us at feedback at dailytechmusicshow.com. For advertising, contact us at advertising at dailytechmusicshow.com. Now, take everything you've learned today and start creating music. And remember, you can make the world a better place with your music.